Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What frivolous thing keeps you up at night? I'm not talking about the big, serious things in your life. I know we all have those. I'm talking about what is the weird thing that just sort of nags at you in the middle of the night that wakes you up from a deep, deep slumber and will not allow you to go back to bed. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer's been filling in on the morning show. He'll continue to do so until Jason comes back. He's covering for Jason. Holly is here covering everything with <laughs> me. Yes. And we are doing that. And uh, at 3 o'clock, Lori and Julia will take over. I will tell you we heard a loud noise in the hallway, and I said they've arrived. They have arrived. They, they don't ever really glide in quietly, do no, they? No, they're in the building. I know in a year's past, when Lori and Julia are coming back from L.A., from the Screen Actor Guild Awards, sometimes there's weather, sometimes things get unpredictable, yeah. but this year they are in the studio, and I have a feeling, Colleen, that they have encountered some big A-list celebrities. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not even at the Screen Actor Guild Awards. Out and about. Out and about. So you're going to oh. want to listen. Okay, not like a Donna Mills situation. Not a... I, I mean... You never know. You never know. You never know. <laughs> you never know, Julia. Stay honestly. tuned. Stay tuned. You will hear uh, all of their antics from their trip to Hollywood uh, when they uh, come on the air at three. But in the meantime, in between time, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is the thing, the frivolous little thing that nags at you that keeps you up at night? And the reason why I'm asking this, I read this article in Time. I skimmed this article that I'm going to read at greater length later because so you read a report of the report. I kind of read a report of the report, <laughs> but no. I want to read it a little bit more thoroughly because what this article um, posits is that Generation X women get less sleep than any other generation. So very specifically, it is the women in Generation X that are getting the least amount of sleep of all people. Now, being a Generation X woman, this spoke to me. One who has... Noted that sleep is slightly harder to come by as I age, yeah. and I don't feel like I'm even that aged. <laughs> so I shouldn't be losing sleep. Um, but what is interesting about this article is it does echo kind of all the reasons you might assume that Generation X women are not getting very much sleep. Well, let's, okay. So some of the things I would think of off the top of my head are you're busy. Perhaps raising children, Colleen. I know that you have youth Mm -hmm. in your house that you are responsible for. I do. Mm -hmm. I do. Yeah. 
But it's not only those youth. It is sort of um, hormones. Well, there's a little bit of that. And and the question then becomes, is this a chicken and an egg situation? Are the hormones responding to the stressors in the lives of modern women or vice versa? Ah. Are the hormones coming first? But the stressors of the life of the modern woman include things such as more women, more mothers are in the workforce. Yep. But also there's a larger pressure on parenting. So you don't only have your job in the workforce. You also have the job of being a parent. Also the job of keeping the home. Also, because of divorce rates being so high in boomers, you likely have uh, parents living in separate homes and you feel the I don't want to say the burden, but you feel the responsibility to care for them as they age. But you're not doing it all in one place. You're doing it in two different places. Plus, the standards are higher for kids these days. So there's a concern and rising costs of everything, but not included or also including uh, college. You know, yeah. so it's oh, all, the, Colleen, all, so the just, oh. all the plates you're spinning. All the plates you're spinning. And you're not even on the Ed Sullivan but, show, honey. Uh, no. It would be so much better if I were. But what is so funny about this, or not funny, it's not funny, but what is so interesting about this is I had this moment this weekend. Okay, fine. If nobody else wants to call, I'll talk about my problem. It's a safe space. Okay, good. Call us, 651-641-1071. But Colleen, I want to hear why in the middle of the night this weekend you were up and you were thinking about random crap. What was the frivolous thing that got me up in the middle of the night? So this is what I realized is when my eyes open... You know, maybe it's because I have to go pee. I don't know. About two, maybe my eyes will go bing. And then my brain goes, oh, good, you're awake. Okay, let's think about things that don't matter. And on Saturday night, the thing that just got me was the word click. And I don't mean click like the sound click. click. I mean click, C-L-I-Q-U-E, which is the word for a group of people it's a word for a group of people, basically, yes. like a social group that, you know, travels together and likely uh, does not allow other people in. <laughs> and I thought, I wonder if the word click, like click, click, <laughs> click, was a response to the way that a thing clicks when it when it comes into place. That's not it. Mm-mm. And I've learned that. But that was the thing that kept me up on this particular evening. I'm not mm-mm about the definition of click. I'm mm-mm about what the heck is your I brain know. doing in the middle of the night thinking about that. I mean, I don't, I want to acknowledge no. your thoughts, Colleen. I want to say that they're valid. But at three in the morning, that is something that you don't want to be thinking about at all. I agree with you. But here's what, here's what I decided. Okay. So now, everybody come into the laboratory of Colleen Lindstrom where I explain to you why I think happens things happen the way they do. The reason why it was the frivolous thing that was keeping me up I think was because I spend my days thinking about the big things. Like during the day, my brain is constantly rolling over who needs to be brought where when, how how are we going to arrange the driving schedule? What carpool am I responsible for? What do I have to get done for work? I'm also a student. What do I have to get done for school? I have an hour here. I got to do my reading for my class. I have to write a paper. I have to pick somebody up at baseball. I have to prep a show for tomorrow. I'm doing that all during the day. I got to check in with my mom. I got to check in with, you know. Yeah. At night, my brain goes, candy. Like, 
what can we eat right now? Like, what? what's the dumb thing that I didn't get to noodle on during the day that my brain just wants to chew on? That's my science. <laughs> we have a caller uh, who maybe can, I don't know, make me feel better about this weird world I live in. Uh, who do we have on the line, Rob? This is Dylan. Hello, Dylan. What frivolous thing is keeping you up at night? Uh, the other night, I had this weird thought, and it's something that I'm not sure if anybody's really thought about before, but... Um, Somebody decided they knew what dinosaurs sound like. <gasps> I think about this kind of stuff all the time. No, I love Dylan. this. Go on, Dylan. Like, I was just thinking about it. I was like, we hardly even know what they look like. All we see are their bones. We don't know what their vocal cords look like or anything because it's all gone for millions of years of rot. But, like, how did we just invent what dinosaurs sound like? And then did that just thought just drive you bonkers? Yeah. I was thinking, like, why do they sound like that? Why don't they sound more like birds? <laughs> right, because allegedly dinosaurs had feathers. Right. And were more right. bird-like than anything. Dylan, yeah. I like this. Thank you for calling Thanks, and Dylan. making me feel not so weird. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> having me. I love you guys. Bye. I to you all the time. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks, Bye-bye. Dylan. Also, too, speaking of that thought about dinosaurs... Yeah. Driving down the road one day, I looked at St. Clair Gas, and then their logo is a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Then you have, think about it where it's like, we're driving in dinosaurs right now. Think about it. Holly. <laughs> Sometimes Holly drops these things on us. I don't know what to do with it. There's one. Uh, there's a St. Clair on Grand Avenue, and I think that there's one on 42 and 35. You're driving through And then dinosaur. you're just like, no, you. we are... Powered by dinosaurs, the St. Clair thing, that was an actual thing, and now there's dinos in your cars as we speak. Think about it. (laughs) Think about it. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we got to get back to the Royals. Okay, so we were talking in the last hour about how we sort of saw this coming, that that the Royals were going to want to leave. But what, and we even saw it coming because of our friend NT Lawyer, who supplies our blind items, that they'd be looking for a place in LA. Well, there's another clue we missed, and I gotta bring it up. You might not even remember that it happened, but I will tell you of a memory that has now come true involving Harry and Meghan. Beyonce and Jay Z are loosely involved, but also Bob Iger. I'll tell you after this on My Talk 1071. So someone said. All right, so we've been talking so much about the Royals, and and there's a reason why. It's because this is unprecedented, and we don't really know what's going to be next for Harry and Meghan now that they've left their senior royal duties. Uh, What is this going to look like for them? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is filling in for Jason on the morning show until he comes back. Holly and I are here with you until 3. Lori and Julia will be following us. I did see them. Yes. And they've got stories. Yes. So you'll want to oh. hear all their stories from the SAG Awards when they come on at 3 o'clock. But in the meantime, in between time, I, want, I do want to talk about the Royals. And here's why. Because... I think we have a lot of questions about how this is going to go. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Now that they've left their senior royal duties, they are moving to North America. We talked in the last hour about how we have very good reason to believe that they are looking to live in L.A. Well, at least have real estate in Los Angeles, which I don't think shocks anybody. No, and it wouldn't shock 
to understand or to learn or to have it be revealed mm-hmm. that maybe real estate transactions have already taken place. They right. just do it with shell companies, yeah. shell LLCs. This is how rich people do things. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know it and we will be none the wiser. And they really have been uh, laying the groundwork for this big move for quite some time. Um but this is something that I think we missed when it actually happened. And now, because hindsight is twenty twenty, we can put on our backwards glasses and see what has already occurred. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm going to tell you the story. There is actual video footage of this, but we cannot play it, um, mostly because it deals with Disney, and I'm afraid. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> actually, the reason why we won't play it is because the audio is terrible, so it won't do you any it won't do anybody any good. You'll just get frustrated. So I will just tell you what is happening in this video. The video comes from the royal, the well now former royal couple, uh, Harry and Meghan at the Lion King premiere. Now you remember when this happened because Meghan had just had baby Archie and this was their, their first outing and everybody was paying attention to how beautiful she looked and the fact that she looked like she just had a baby. Wow. Go Surpri- figure. Surprise. Shocking. Right? And this was in July of last year, 2019. And uh, among the star-studded guests were, of course, Beyonce, who had a voice role in the film. And some music. And some music. And her husband, Jay-Z. And the the couple, Harry and Meghan, made the rounds and talked to all sorts of different people. But there's somebody caught a video of Prince Harry Standing uh, across from Bob Iger, while Megan, to his right, was greeting Beyonce and Jay-Z. And the conversation that takes place between Harry and Bob Iger goes as follows. Harry gestures to his wife, Megan, and says, you know she does voiceovers. Bob Iger says, ah, I did not know that. And Harry says, you seem surprised. She's really interested. Okay. And then it was very awkward. Okay. And then Bob Iger says, we'd love to try. That's a great idea. Now, why is this interesting now in January of 2020, Holly? This is very interesting now in 2020. This happened back in summer of 2019. Mm-hmm. Well, this is interesting because it happened in the summer. I would say that the premiere happened sometime in late June or early July. July. Yep, it was July of 2019. In July of 2019. Well, again, we kind of knew that this was going to be happening for quite some time because there was a blind item from our friend Enti Lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to paraphrase here because I don't have the exact blind item in front of me, but we talked about it last week here. Where the blind item said, okay, Meghan Markle can't act anymore, but what if she would maybe dabble in the world of voiceover acting? Mm. Maybe that would be okay with the royal family, since it's not in front of the camera, but it would be a little way to get back into the Hollywood situation, and everybody wins. Well, knowing that... Sure enough. Sure enough. Well... What you can read from that gossip and then what you can read from what happened at the Lion King premiere is that, hmm, the read is that maybe the royal family wasn't okay with that working arrangement. Because Disney did announce shortly after, like within days of the uh, of Harry and Meghan saying publicly that they will be leaving their senior royal duties, that they have a deal with Meghan Markle to do voiceover work for Disney and that the money that she will earn from that will go to charity. Yeah, it goes to a charity, an elephant charity in the country of Botswana, 
which you had said earlier in the show, Colleen, because you are a royal expert. Because, because you I watched, watched the Lifetime movie. Because you watched the Lifetime movie. Thank you for understanding. Uh, that Harry and Meghan have a special connection with that country because that's where they went camping one time. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. But <laughs> but it is. So anyway, in any case, it just goes to further prove that the groundwork has been laid for this for so long. The business partnership, all of that stuff. But the thing that is so interesting, and I highly recommend that you watch this video, is how completely awkward it is. Oh, I love looking at this because, again, we're looking at this video of all of these people at the Lion King premiere through hindsight, through that 2020 vision that we now have understanding what we know. But we didn't know back then. We just thought it was a meet and greet. But all, you know, our people at various tabloids, including but not limited to the Daily Mail, wanted to zoom in on certain people's faces when Harry and Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, were having that conversation. Like, I get where Harry's coming from. He just wants to help out his significant other. Put it in there a little bit. Just throw throw it out there. Hey, what got got you thinking about something, Bob? Oh, it's just so awkward. It's very awkward, though. It's awkward to see it in real, like, you actually hear him say the words. And I... I was embarrassed. I'm like, oh, gosh. Oh, that's so awkward. Because here's why. I mean, Bob Iger, I don't get the impression that Bob Iger is going to be manipulated by anybody. But, you know, when you're in public and, and, you know, at the time, the prince of Wales says to you, right? Wales? No. Whatever. The prince of whatever he's a prince of says, hey, my lady does voiceover work. What are you going to say? Right. You know, you have to politely say, oh, yes, Well, that would be neat. We should do that. Why don't we set up a meeting? My people will call your people. And And then the couple who have it in their mind that eventually they're going to, you know, they're going to pack up their their stuff and leave the royal family. They're going to follow up on that meeting. Right. So like, while Bob Iger might be saying, cool. Yeah, we'll talk about that and not really meaning it. Oh, now I'm getting all sorts. It's super. Now you getting, have to watch you, it because yes. it's embarrassing. You know what? We'll put this up at mytalk1071.com. Now I'm looking at the video and now I'm getting secondhand embarrassment. Oh, I don't like it, Colleen. I don't like I it. Know. But you know what? Good on them for putting in the hustle. Because what are you going to do when you meet Bob Iger? You're going to put on that yes, hustle. Yes, you have to. Well, I mean, I was going to say it's a once in a lifetime thing, but it's probably like a all the time thing for them. <laughs> When we come back, we've got crazy, stupid idiots on my talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 107.1 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainers filling in on the morning show. Holly and I are here with you till three o'clock. Hey girl. Hey girl. Uh, and we love to tell you about those dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Oh, the crazy, stupid idiots, they're everywhere. They're to your right, they're to your left. Let's hope when you look in the mirror to check your eyeliner, there isn't one looking back at you. Oftentimes we find these crazy, stupid idiots in the state of... Florida. Florida. Other places. <laughs> yeah. Like Scotland, oh, for example. Scottish! Well, yeah, it's not Scottish, it's crap. crap! Um, we're going to Scotland. Uh, we're going to meet 47-year-old Matthew Davies from Dunfermline. Dunfermline? 
Dunfermline, whatever, that's too much. (laughs) Anyway, I don't care where he's from. He's from Scotland. Last September, uh, and the reason we're talking about him today is because he uh, is now in court answering for what he did last September, which is he attempted to rob a bank. Uh, Yeah. Attempted to rob a bank. Yeah, so we'll find out what went wrong in just a moment. but, (laughs) But he attempted to rob a bank. Robbing a bank is just sort of like garden variety when it comes to crazy, stupid idiots. That's just a regular old crime. Yeah, that's just crime. Mm-hmm. What we like to focus on in this segment of our show, Crazy, Stupid Idiots, is what is this part? The what went wrong? Uh-huh. What was the dumb thing that this uh-huh. person did to bungle even the dumb thing that they were doing? Hmm. Okay, I'm going to channel this. Colleen, right. I'm going to say... That because this is in Scotland, the person pretended that they were going to be Scrooge McDuck, and then they went and opened the vault and thought, and they had their onesie swimsuit on. They thought they were going to go dive into a bunch of pennies or whatever they have over there, and then he just got caught went, in the swimsuit. Awry. Yeah, Holly. Uh, as much as I appreciate the creativity with which you put forward that interesting scenario, that is not what happened. Really? What happened is that Matthew Davies needed a mask to pull off this robbery, so he took a pillowcase with him to use as a mask. However, when he put the pillowcase over his head, he realized he'd forgotten the very important step of cutting eye holes. Oh, bless his heart. So in order to see what he was doing while he robbed this bank, he had to take the pillowcase off his head which then made his face vulnerable to people's identification of it. Through photography, through other means of identification. Mm-hmm. Well, way to go. Yeah, way so to go. he was caught and he had to plead guilty to assault and robbery. He'll be sentenced next month in Scotland. Oh, bye-bye now. Okay. Oh, no. Bye-bye. That was two minutes ago. There's a lot happening there. I'm not sure what came out of that. <sighs> anyway, uh, if you're going to rob a bank, cut your eye holes in your pillowcase. Yes. But also don't rob a bank. Yeah, don't rob a bank. Start there. Look, also, to think about this. You're robbing a bank for money, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. So why don't you do a little business planning and then buy a mask Mm -hmm. because you know you're going to get a nice return on your investment. There you go. Don't rob banks. Also, don't rob (laughs) banks. Don't rob banks. Thank you. Um, Also, don't rob jewelry stores. Right? Because... That's what's happening in my crazy, stupid idiot stories. Okay. We're going to El Cajon, California. I think that's how you say it. Or El Cajon. (laughs) Nope. Okay. El Cajon Rivers. Thank you. you. That was good. (laughs) Don't encourage her, Rob. (laughs) Okay. Or do. It's more fun. So there's a family jewelry store in El Cajon, California, and uh, it is called the Ishtar Jewelry Store on Avocado Avenue. This store. That's the best name for a street. Exactly. So this jewelry store was robbed over the weekend and tens of thousands of dollars of jewelry was stolen from this jewelry store. Uh, The owner's daughter told the local news that the robbers were looking for different pieces of jewelry, bracelets, necklaces, and uh, they got robbed when these people were looking for bracelets and other things. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the woman that was looking at the jewelry and her accomplice then decided to do a little robbing. Mm. But here's the thing. Like, if you're going to rob, you got to cross your T's and 
dot your lowercase j and they so, neglected to do so they neglected to do so now they stole 70 to eighty thousand dollars worth of jewelry i mean i bet they stole that bracelet right off Charlize theron's head <laughs> yoink right off the right off the top right off the top, right off the top. Uh-huh. well so they stole all this jewelry and then they ran away however one of the thief's fanny packs. Oh dear! Got caught on the hook of the front door. Oh no! And that's bro- the worst. And broke off of his body as he ran away. Oh! Now here's also down the thing. Down they go. Down they go. All the jewels. See, you think you're being sensible by, by wearing, wearing that a fanny pack? Yeah. Hands free. That. <laughs> that's right. Hands free. You're just hands free. The way to be. You're like, I'm sensible. I'm going to be taking care of my upper back <laughs> yes. by putting the load on my waist. Well, no. Unfortunately, the fanny pack broke off they left it behind and also inside the fanny pack was his id was his id yeah and then, leading the authorities directly to his doorstep yes exactly now Yikes. this is still an active investigation i don't think they have caught the criminals yet which is unfortunate because they have the identification card they also have the license plate number of the getaway car mm, of so course. you would think that the el Cajon police We'll could, be able to would be able to put two and two together. Out. No, but I don't know. It's an ongoing investigation. Yeah. It's still open. Yeah, but <sighs> also, but can we also talk about how irritating? Have you? Usually for me, it's po- like pockets. If I'm wearing a dress with pockets, yes, or a sweater or something that gets stuck on doorknobs. Yes, so frustrating when you're in a hurry and then suddenly you're like attached to the door. You're like, hold on. Yes. Also with fanny packs, they're tricky. They can if be. you if you've got a big load on your fanny pack, you got to make sure that thing is fanny. You, you got a big load in your fanny. You got to make sure that thing is buckled and yeah. secure because sometimes they snap off and you're just in a big stride. That's true. And then it just falls away. It's true. I found uh, just a little pro tip here. Um, I like a flip belt versus a fanny pack. What is the difference, you ask? What is the difference? Thank you for asking. Uh, a flip belt actually acts like a belt, and you can fit a lot of stuff in there. I don't. I rarely need a fanny pack. Like all I need is like my phone, an ide- a piece of identification, a credit card, and maybe some chapstick. Is that like a money belt that Rick Steves sells no, and you tuck under your pants kinda. when you're out and about? That thing Europe? is like uglier. No, a flip belt it can look like it's like a lycra thing, and it's like I you, people use it for running. You can you can haul a lot of stuff in there though, a lot of cash, a, ca- a car key. So it's not so it's an alternative to sticking the things in your boobs or in your yeah. shoes. and like your shirt can lay over it, and it doesn't look like you have a big bulging bag. Yeah, because that's the thing with the money belt. Yeah. The Rick Steves money belt thing that you're supposed to get when you travel to Europe. Like, what's the point in that? Because you're going to have this big bulky thing, then it's really going to look like you have a load. Yeah, like, that's a tourist right there. Right. No, the flip belt, belt, like, actually sits up against your body, and it's, it's like, think of it as being sort of like a, it goes, it's a belt that goes all the way around you, and there's places all the way around you. To put stuff. So, like, I could have my chapstick on my left side in the back and my phone on the right side in the front. And then on my right side in the back, I got my money my money and my ID. My car keys over here in the front on the left. So, there's spots all the way around. So, it all just sits up against you. So, these people should have had one of those when they decided to rob the jewelry That's store. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> wow.
Wow. Well, we got to watch out because I feel like we're giving a lot of CSI pro tips here. Uh, Don't rob jewelry stores. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, Let's finish this uh, crazy, stupid, idiot uh, situation with a 32-year-old Detroit woman who uh, came to the attention of the police at about 9.20 a.m. on January 6th after an officer noticed her car had a yellow registration tab. This means that it was not registered and they could not find... uh, the in information for the vehicle, like who the heck owns this darn thing. Yeah. Officer pulled her over, asked for her driver's license registration and proof of insurance. And she told him, I'm just test driving this vehicle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The officer said, well, how long have you been test driving it? Mm-hmm. She said, a couple months. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had not officially bought the vehicle. Uh, She was able to furnish the officer with the car's title and a Michigan identification card. Um, She had uh, nine current uh, suspensions on her license and two uh, driving with her license suspended. Evictions within the past seven years. She also had multiple warrants out of several jurisdictions. That's a long... uh, test drive i mean she tried she tried she really did she tried uh-huh. but now she failed yeah. have you been waiting for just the right job then welcome to the end of your search amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply you can start getting paid right away and work close to home applying is easy you don't even need an interview So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.